When there's an issue, Scott is all in on getting to the heart of it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson. On Hamilton's News, today's talk. 900 CHML. We, we, you know, we've talked about this sort of stuff uh, in the past. And I guess it was recently a, um, a, a jet, which uh, fighter jet, which dumped fuel on a drone, taking the drone out. Uh, now we're hearing a Chinese warship came within 150 yards of hitting an American destroyer. And you think this is just Canada? No, 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 no. That's going on all over the world. <laughs> They're picking on everybody. Uh, and so, you know, surveillance, they're out there doing their thing. Uh, obviously, you're supposed to, um, uh, well, we'll find out what the protocol is here. Uh, and this was a rare U.S.-Canada mission sailing through the Taiwan Strait, the latest aggressive military move from Beijing in the South China Sea. To talk more about all of this, Elliot Tepper, Emeritus Professor of Political Science, Carleton University, here now. Elliot, thanks for the time. Hope you're well. Oh, thank you. Same to you, Scott. We remember the story not too long ago of the fighter jet dumping fuel on on the drone, causing it to to go down or make an evasive move of such. What is this all about? Why do this? And if someone cuts you off, why don't you cut them off back? I don't know. How does this what's the protocol here, Elliot? And the protocol is let's find a way to get out of this without uh, a hot war between China and the West, basically, and not the West, but also its neighbors. This is part of a very broad pattern that we've seen. You and I have been discussing this for some time. China has emerged as a great power and no longer is going to follow the preceding maxim of hide your strength and bide your time. Xi Jinping's uh, wolf warrior diplomacy said, this is our time. Uh, The Taiwan belongs to us. The South China Sea actually belongs to us. And we will now assert that. And the way they are asserting that is to push uh, very aggressively and very dangerously. Uh, In this particular incident, this was not the first time, but a fairly regular occurrence led by the U.S. of something called uh, freedom of navigation operations, saying that this is international water and everybody's got a right to go through there. And we are too. And Canada has been doing this with them. Um, I think this is perhaps the 34th. I think this was Montreal, but Ottawa and the Winnipeg, and I think maybe the Halifax, perhaps the Vancouver. We have been part of an international mission led by the U.S. to be sure that the right of freedom of passage uh, is there and to push back against Chinese assertion of basically sovereignty over the whole area. Uh, Scott, you might remember just a year ago, June 1st, you and I talked about an incident, and the vocabulary comes back to us, where Chinese, a Chinese fifth-generation jet, their most modern jet, did a, a buzzing of a, the Canadian Aurora, a, a sturdy old plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they did it in you know, Top Gun fashion. They came within a few feet. They did parallel. They gave, gave the guy, our pilot, the finger. And uh, you and I talked about it then, saying, you know, they should stop watching Top Gun. They should start watching Dr. Strangelove and the, <laughs> and the possibility of going to nuclear war over all this. And that's uh, the current situation, and we can talk about the most recent incident. How long before a mistake happens and somebody takes somebody out? Well, that's a, the big question. We are relying on the <laughs> Really, the good luck uh, so far that everybody's been professional enough, but the vocabulary that was used in that 
incident a year ago is now being used in terms of this incident. This is an irresponsible, reckless uh, behavior by China, and it is unprofessional, perhaps the most stinging uh, uh, put down of all by the West. It isn't the West. We're talking about Japan and the Philippines and all the neighboring states. Canada just signed an enhanced uh, security agreement with South Korea. All of the states are very concerned about China's aggressive behavior there. And indeed, how long will we get to... You and I have talked about this. We are all relying on the professionalism of soldiers in terms of China firing over the Taiwan Strait, firing over Taiwan. This is, in, in a sense, coming all back to Taiwan and China's claim to it. That's the, the focal point, and it's definitely a flashpoint. And indeed, we have to rely on professionalism, and that's not what we're seeing right now. Do we do this? Is it tit for tat? Well, you can try to look at it from China's perspective, saying that, you know, perhaps if uh, Chinese ships were patrolling between, say, Florida and Cuba, uh, what would the reaction be? Mm. Uh, But, you know, they just said this. Why are you over here uh, in our waters when, you know, we're not over there in your waters? The reality is that this is a big global contest saying, no, China, you do not own all that. Taiwan was most definitely not yours. Um, The U.S. has had this strategic ambiguity. If China attacks Taiwan, uh, would the U.S. or wouldn't the U.S. come to its defense? And Joe Biden's pretty well blown that up. Yeah, if China attacks Taiwan, then the U.S. and and presumably the rest of us would go to, uh, to war to defend Taiwan or at least take military action. There's no way China China can attack Taiwan without affecting Japan's national interest uh, and drawing in Japan. Maybe China wouldn't mind that. They have disputes there. So what we have is wolf warrior diplomacy putting the the world at risk, uh, or perhaps an emerging new world order, and this is the flashpoint of it, China saying we are going to be the next big power. The U.S. is a fading power, and we're going to prove it here in the waters of the Taiwan Strait. So do these plans to buzz uh, drones or planes or ships, or does this come from high up, or is, are these just rogue people that are, you know, if we get an opportunity to be aggressive, we're going to be aggressive? The, the worry is that uh, it absolutely comes from higher up. This is, uh, Taiwan is, the, the invasion of Taiwan is being systematically planned in front of our eyes by China. All of these exercises they've been doing, all of that is very much uh, from the, the the top level. What happens at the, and you've raised this, what happens when it reaches to the level of the people involved? Do they stay professional? Do they stay competent? Or are we headed towards some kind of a testosterone war, uh, some flashpoint that could really lead to something much bigger? So is this just China testing to see how far they can go? I mean, as you said, if they try to take Taiwan, there'll be blowback from that. Where is this going? No one knows. And it, the whole point of all of this is to be sure it goes nowhere. That is, China needs to be told, uh, we recognize you're a great power. We accept you as a great power, but you are not going to take over the South China Sea and the East China Sea, for that matter. Um, they, they don't belong to you. And the allies and partners of the West, and the U.S. in particular, are going to help their friends and partners in Asia push back against basically Chinese imperialism. And China's saying, no, this does belong to us. 
And this is really the contest of the uh, of the century we are in. Uh, it sort of sounds like the Russian invasion of Ukraine in some form. Uh, Elliot Tepper with us, emeritus professor, political science, Carleton University, Chinese warship coming in with 150 yards of hitting an American destroyer uh, in the Taiwan Strait. Elliot, as always, thanks so much for the time. Be well. Thank you. Same to you, Scott. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.